This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95. Welcome back to the second hour of Life Beats on Pulse 95. And now we're going to be meeting a woman who has the title of Chief Heart Officer at Vayner Media. Yes, uh, as I kept having to explain to my daughter, this is a real thing. It's a real job title that you can aspire to have, okay? Claude Silver was here for the Sharjah Entrepreneurship Festival, along with her boss, Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V, talking about how and why we need to cultivate companies and people who are guided by the heart. That conversation is next with me on Life Beats on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. When you ask your child what they want to be when they grow up, they might say a doctor or a pilot or a ballet dancer. But now they can actually be a chief heart officer. The first person to hold this position at Vayner Media, Claude Silver, spoke to me at the Sharjah Entrepreneurship Festival to tell me exactly what that means. Claude Silver, what an absolute pleasure it is to have you here at the Sharjah Entrepreneurship Festival. Thank you. I love being here. You know, Chief Heart Officer, this is not something you hear about a lot. What does that actually mean? Yeah, I love that. It means I take care of the people at the organization. I take care of their heartbeats. I take care of their growth and their development and, and who they are as people. Because you do that, obviously, for VaynerMedia. You work with Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, who... Uh, millions of people around the world look up to him. He appointed you as Chief Heart Officer at VaynerMedia. So what do you do? Take us through what that role actually means. Yes, you do take care of people, but then, you know, you've also got 700 uh, people in the company. And, and how does how does that work? I mean, it's eight, like 800 or 900 by now. So I uh, am in contact with people constantly. I set up proactive meetings to touch base with people. People reach out to me. I'm in a lot of uh, staffing meetings, resourcing meetings. Um, I do training and development, or I'm developing um, uh, curriculums to roll out. I go to the other offices. I'm just taking in information all day long. I'm jamming with Gary on decisions we need to make. Or if he says one thing, I need to go execute on it. Um, I'm onboarding people. You know, everything I do is around, again, like the people and their experience at VaynerMedia. Yeah, but what does that actually mean when you say leading with heart, right? When you talk about leadership and and responding to people's uh, concerns or, you know, how they're feeling or what they want to achieve, how do you do that? I pay attention. Yeah, you listen. <laughs> I listen. You're a very good listener. And I, I listen and then I take action. Yeah. Uh, it's great to listen, but they're looking at me to do something mm. because I'm in a, you know, a role that allows me access to make change. Yeah. 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 So that's really, it's, uh, how do I do it? I, I listen, I pay attention, I connect people. If someone says, 
gosh, I, I don't know if I want to be a copywriter anymore. I think I'm really much more of an art director. Well, then I introduce them to 10 art directors to go talk to, that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know? yeah. So you're helping people to become, to grow. Yes. To be who they really want to be because not everybody's made up to be a leader of a company yeah. or an entrepreneur. And so is this, you know, what you're talking about in terms of helping people to to lead with purpose as well and to work with purpose? Yeah, I think let's let's talk about just being a person who is striving for meaning or trying to find meaning. That is one thing and working with them on that and figuring out what's in their way or where they want to go, where they think they want to go. And then if you're a leader, really honing your leadership skills. Mm. What what turns you into a better leader? How do you become a better listener? These types of things. And I'm at a place where I, I believe I uh, people trust me enough to help guide them. Because it's kind of funny because it's almost like a HR role, but not. Exactly. So I'm, and, and that's exactly right. Gary will introduce me um, uh, to mainstream, he'll say chief heart officer, she oversees HR. I am, yes, I oversee the people and the experience. I have hired HR professionals because I'm not HR. Uh, and, you know, HR professionals really need some HR science. Uh, I can take care of people's growth and development and teach them life skills. And um, But yes, it is. It's a little hocus pocus, a little bit yeah. here, a little bit there. Do you know, it's interesting because you didn't actually come from a HR background. You came from advertising. Yeah. How on earth did this happen? How do you get to this position? I've, so I've always been me. I've always cared about people. I'm, I'm, I, I'm a self-proclaimed emotional optimist. Uh, I've gone through a lot, of, a lot of ups, a lot of downs, a lot of sideways in my life. And that's human existence. So I care about people. Um, I know I stopped really being um, driven by selling stuff to consumers, as advertising does. But I was much more consumed with the people that create the campaigns, the teams that come together to do that. That's what I wanted to work with. So uh, so I stopped doing the advertising portion, and, and Gary and I came up with this role. You know, he was like, go and do that thing. Like, he'd send you to places to just... Go and do that thing that you do. What do you do? And <laughs> just connecting. And, you know, yes. that's something that, that you discovered that actually you were in advertising, but it's actually about that emotional human connection that fulfilled you. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And and all I needed to do was spend another year doing advertising to realize, no, this is not my purpose. My purpose is to be with people, uh, people that are working on finding themselves, figuring it out and um, falling down and getting back up. Coming up next, we talk about what her boss, Gary V, had on his T-shirt as he spoke to the crowds in Sharjah and why it's critical in work and in life. And she tells me why she wants to get rid of the idea, rid of the term soft skills. That's coming up next on Life Beats on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. It's Life Beats on Pulse 95, and I'm speaking to Claude Silver, Chief Heart Officer at Vayner Media. And she tells me what's the most critical thing to remember, not just in life, but in work as well, and how we can make change happen in company culture, and what's the most surprising thing 
about her becoming a mum for the first time. Yesterday I noticed that um, Gary was wearing a t-shirt that said in Arabic um, which means positivity and optimism always wins. Always. Oh, it gives me the chills. Right? Yeah. And it gave me the chills when I looked at the t-shirt. Yeah. I mean, you know, he talks about optimism, you talk about optimism. Why is it so important that you guys, this is the point you hammer home? Because negativity is loud. Cynicism is loud. We must make positivity louder. Kindness louder. Tenderness louder. We must. Otherwise, we sink into this hole of darkness. And who wants to be there? We're we, we have such opportunities in our life to make, just to make magic happen, you know? And it takes a village. It takes community to do that. It takes a loud voice like Gary's. Yeah. It takes me beating the same drum. Yeah. 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 Something that I heard you say yes. is that you want to get rid of the idea of soft skills. You hate that term. Why? We use it all the time when we talk about, you know, leadership or education. Yeah. Uh, why do you not so, like it? I am a person that is filled to the brim with soft skills. If you're filled to the brim with hard skills, wouldn't you rather be? Wouldn't you rather have those? Like it, just the the idea of soft sounds very uh, eh, unnecessary. Eh, I could give or take it. Eh, doesn't really matter. When in fact, these skills that we're talking about are essential life skills. Caring about another human being, becoming self-aware, showing humility, being the bigger optimism. Like, how do you do anything in the world without these necessary life skills? So I would rather call them necessary skills, life skills, anything but soft skills. Yeah, because that's exactly what they are. But I mean, you don't see these things. We were talking about this earlier, that the human aspect of who we are is usually put at the door when you go to work. Companies don't really want you, you know, to display that, to, to, to have that interfere yeah. with, you know, the important bottom line. Mm -hmm. So how do we change that culture, that idea? So culture change starts on the fringes. Think about it. Hip-hop music. It started on the fringes in, in, in you know, New York City or gangs and you know it started on the outskirts and then it becomes mainstream we have to change culture the same way and it is going to take people having the audacity to speak up make waves say to their CEO say to their HR departments we want we want to do something different this is what we believe hey we want people to be happy here let's have a happiness committee we want people to feel like they belong let's make sure we have enough affinity groups where people of color can feel like they fit in it but it requires change and it requires courage and that's the thing and in in many corporations we think that change and courage only come from the top and that is so ridiculous that absolutely demeans the human spirit just takes away the fact that you even have a heart yeah. know what I mean completely yeah completely absolutely now, of course, you just recently became a mum. Yes, congratulations, Mabruk, as we say in Arabic. Thank you. What's been the most surprising thing about this? Oh my gosh, I would have had no idea. I just wouldn't have known this kind of love. And I'm talking like it's just—it's all-consuming. It's just a consuming love. 
I would have continued having an incredible life, very rich, very fulfilling, but I would have missed this piece. I just can't even believe it, you know? And I feel it's, it's, it was the missing piece without even knowing it was missing. Absolutely. Yeah. That's such a beautiful way Thank to you. end it. Thank you. Thank you. And enjoy every minute of that because I, I grow up super fast. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Do you have any? I have two. So I have an eight-year-old and a 12-year-old and every time I look at them, I'm like, where did the time go? I was holding oh her the God. other day and yeah. it is breathtaking. I know exactly what you're talking about. And only when you become a parent, you understand what that means. You can describe right. it, you can describe it until you're blue in the face. If you get it, I never would have known it. Yeah. I never. Uh, I mean, and I said, I came back to work after three weeks of being off and I said to everyone, you need to have babies. You need to become a parent. Not right now. In time. <laughs> They're like, wait a second, HR. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. That's beautiful. Thank you. That's Claude Silver, Chief Heart Officer at VaynerMedia, giving us a whole new perspective on what it means to lead with heart.